Guys, welcome back to another ESL podcast or another video, which you are possibly even watching on YouTube, Facebook, whatever it may be. And again, today is about TOEFL IBT. And the function of today is to go over the bits that are important and to leave out the bits that are not important. I realized that this was a big issue for one of my students. And so what I'm going to do here is you're going to see me take notes in regards to a TOEFL speaking question part four. And I want you guys to see the notes that I take. So for those of you who are listening to me on the podcast, you're going to listen for the notes that I take, or you're going to listen to what I have to say after. Let's just put it that way. So again, this is very, very critical people because I want you to understand that if you put too much blah, 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 into your TOEFL speaking question, you're going to have no substance. You need to pack that substance into your talks. And so what you're going to see in this specific audio or, or what you're going to hear in the audio and what you're going to see in regards to my typing are going to be uh, a couple of ways that I break down these TOEFL speaking questions. So again, I know that this is very, very important for you guys. I've been focusing a lot on TOEFL as of late because obviously this is my market. And I have some people who have been inquiring about consultations, courses, classes, and stuff. And you guys want to see how I get down to business. So that's what we have today. The speaking part four question today is creeping slump. If you're actually listening to this on my podcast, which is going to should debut next month in January, um, uh, congratulations, here it is. And if you guys are following me on my, what is it? If you're on my membership site, the TOEFL ITP badge, you get all of these, the video sent straight to your email right after it's done as, as well as the podcast and the notes and everything else. So keep that in mind. With that being said, guys, without further ado, let's get into the creep and slump. Got to make sure that this is obviously, okay, so it's working. Microsoft Word is working today, okay? My blog, don't worry, it's going to be on my blog also. So if you guys are watching this, go to my website, thearseniobuckshow.com. You'll find everything there also. So without further ado, let's get into this creep and slump. Here it is. As you learned in the previous lecture, a landslide is only one of the many types of mass movements. Other mass movements include a creep or a slump. First, let's talk about slump. A slump is a downward slope movement of loosely consolidated materials or rock layers. It moves a short distance down a slope in a short period of time. It occurs when the base can no longer support the weight of the mass on top. This happens when the sediment is wet or clay-like. Because water adds mass to the top layer of sediment or wears the soil away from the base, it weakens the connection between the top and bottom layers. You've probably observed a slump if you've ever gone to a lake or the beach and stepped on some wet sand overhanging the shore. Now a creep, unlike a slump, is a very, very slow movement of sediment down an incline. Sometimes the process can take place over several years. One cause of creep is gravity. Gravity causes the sediment to settle just a little farther down the slope side than where they started from. This process causes the soil and sediment to slide down year by year. Another cause of creep is the constant alternation of freezing and thawing of soil and sediment. Because of the repeated freezing and thawing, 
the structure and composition of the soil is changed. As a result, the soil structure becomes unstable, weakening the adherence between the top and bottom layers. If you've ever seen trees or a telephone pole bent at strange angles in relation to the ground, that is a creep. Bent at strange angles. Okay, oh my God. So to be honest with you, at the very beginning, I caught myself off guard because I'm listening and his opening remark wasn't about to creep and slump. So I thought it was a completely different audio. So I'm like, oh my God, is this the right audio? And then he mentioned creep and slump. So you can see the introduction is not there. So you would open up obviously saying the lecture is about creep and slump, which is da 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 land mass or landslide. What did I write? Landslide, landslide mass movements. So you would open it up with that very first introduction before he introduces the creep and slump. See, I got thrown off because I thought it was a completely different recording and that entire audio was me recovering. So these are the notes that I had taken down with the slump. Now, again, you're going to separate it. Make sure you separate it, okay? You're gonna separate it with the, the second is about the creep, which is a slow movement downward incline, et cetera, et cetera, which takes several years, okay? And this often happens because of gravity because the gravity causes sediment to settle a little further down. But wait, I don't wanna get into creep because that's the second half, that's the, last 20 seconds of your talk. So from 40 seconds to 60 seconds, you're gonna be speaking about the creep. You're gonna open up, it could be anywhere between seven, no more than 13 seconds to open up with that introduction, all right? Because if you take a long time to open up, you're going to spend less time on what is important. Got it? So the slump, these are the notes I had taken. To downward slope a movement of rock layers, Okay, short distance in a short period of time. Base can no longer support the mass on top. This often happens because when the sediment is wet and clay-like, and this weakens in connection. You often see this at a lake, a sea, beach, whatever it may be, and you actually step on the sand. That's what I remember. So putting in that short example, a lot of you would be like, ah, do I have to include that? Well, it depends if you have the time. You're looking at the screen. If you're getting ready, if you're like at the 33 to 36 second mark, include it. It doesn't hurt. And plus, it's a really good SS detail, a uh, specific, specific detail, which I claim the rights to be, because it goes full circle with what a slump is. And it's an example that a lot of people in every day would obviously understand. Not only that, but it's a detail that if you were to put that in there, it would show that you have an excellent way of structuring everything, especially if it's just before that 37 or 38 second mark. Got it? So if you have time, do it. If you're at 40 seconds and you have this sentence right here, and for those of you who are listening, if you have the sentence such as a lake, sea, or beach, you would see this by stepping on the sand, if you're at 40 seconds already, completely forego it and go into the creep, okay? So that's a slump. The notes I had taken for a creep is slow movement down in an incline. Is it an incline? See, I kind of messed up with the notes too because that's when I started playing catch up. If you do that, it's all about recovering, right? So it takes several years. Gravity, gravity causes sediment to settle a little further down. The result, and I wanted to make sure I got those linkers. I didn't get the linkers when it came to the slump, but I got the linkers when it came to the creep. 
And it says here, results slides down year by year, constant freezing and thawing of soil and sediment. Now I remember thawing because I, yeah, that's the word I didn't write down, but I wanted to keep in my head just in case. So structure changes, result becomes unstable and weakening the adherence. A great uh, example of this would be trees and telephone poles that are bent at strange angles. That is an example of a creep. Do you guys get what I'm saying? So I would have to go back and listen to it again to see if there were any blah, 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 blah moments, but certainly they were. Now with those little SS details at the end of slump and creep, I wrote those down just in case I would have enough time at the end. So if you're at like 52, 53, 54 second mark, and you have the ability to talk about the trees and the poles leading over, that's a prime example of it. It doesn't hurt to put that in, and that's going to add on an additional five seconds, totaling, I'm sorry, totaling your timeout to about 57 to 60 seconds, okay? This is how you guys are going to break it down. Seven to 13 seconds to open. Between that 13 second and that 16 second mark, you're transitioning into your body, which is the slump. You're going to introduce it, speak about it up to about the 35 to 37 second mark, then transition into the creep. Use linkers, use that language capability, your language capabilities to, again, make it flow. You guys got this. This is how you do it. So with that being said, guys, that's creeping slump. If you guys are interested in evaluations, I do that now. I have audio transcriptions. And the most beautiful part about this is that I actually have a student from Egypt. And she got a 25. She needs a 26. And so I actually took her audio, the one minute, and I stuck it on a software. And I wanted her to see what she said. And I told her, I said, look at what you said. Guess what? You got a 25 with this. Now, look at what was said. Now, what would you do to make that different? It's a level of awareness that now you're able, okay, ooh, I mispronounced this. I said Iraq instead of rock. There were so many specific details that if she were to make that slightly better, she's sitting at a 27 easily. So again, if you're interested in evaluations, that is obviously available, or if you're interested in coaching that's available, make sure that between December 25th and December 31st, you can bring a friend. If you sign up for coaching right when Christmas Day happens and all the way through until your package finishes, you can bring a friend for every session. That's right. So you're basically playing half and half on the hour. So with that being said, Matt, again, if you guys are interested in whatnot, let me know. And for everyone who's listening to me on my podcast, the people who have been reaching out to me throughout the South Americas, we're talking about Venezuela, Brazil, Peru, going up to Europe with the Espanians. You know, I just want to say thank you, thank you, thank you so much. And again, if you found this to be valuable, share it with your friends, reach out to me, follow me on Instagram. Again, for a lot of you on my Spotify, that's what you guys do. And if you guys have any questions there, just shoot me over a message there. That being said, stay tuned for more. Over and out.